Cody. What's going on, guys? Welcome. We got a front row. What's up? Yeah. They did it, not expect that. They were like, <laughs> we're rearranging things for now. Ryan, it's, it's Friday night, Octo oh. October 2nd, 2015. Yeah. And on this night in history, we're going to roast Albert, Albert Einstein. Einstein. That's right. <laughs> and in case you uh, missed that, I'm Ryan Pig, and this guy right here is my grandfather, Eddie Firth. <laughs> And uh, he just wanted to be up here with me, and I did. I wanted to be here with him, so we're here to learn about history. Actually, historical roasts. We do this show, so uh, it'll, it helps him remember the times <laughs> when he. Really Actually, loved. you you do know, you do know one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this show so much, right? It's because like here. I wasn't very I wasn't like very attentive in high school. Like I honestly I didn't like I didn't do any homework or anything so there's so much shit that I missed. I love going back and learning all the stuff that I just didn't pay attention to in high school. Yeah, well that's my fear of doing the show because <laughs> I'm I'm now especially this show I need to learn history I need to know history and science. And that's oh, yeah. both things I uh, did not those credits did not transfer. So <laughs> Those were not good. You'd think I would have learned too, like, because I didn't, I would always wait to do book reports to like last minute. I still do my homework last minute. I was doing, I, I watched a documentary last night on, on Netflix. Wait, uh, no, on YouTube. Was that the one that we figured out we watched the same one of? Yeah, Einstein? the one where if you enter Einstein documentary on YouTube, it's the first one that comes up. Yeah. Yeah, that one. And then the next one's like John Lithgow narrating. I didn't and see he that one. He could have played Einstein, John Lithgow. What'd you learn from the Lithgow documentary? Uh, well, honestly, there was more than just Einstein as the focus, but uh, it kind of followed Einstein as his like process of like figuring out like his obsession with the atom, mm -hmm. his ob obsession with light, uh, his obsession with things that just don't make sense. But the reason he did that is because his father was into like figuring out electricity, mm -hmm. and Einstein would just look at the compass and like be like see it move with the magnet, and he's like trying to figure out like there's no one here doing this. I don't understand. So then he figured it out, and now he's smart mm. and, and dead. He's dead now, too. <laughs> and that's his life, ladies and gentlemen, according to Ryan Pig. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Honestly, yeah, no, Netflix, Wikipedia, the documentaries, that's, a, that's about what you need to come to the show tonight. I learned there were a couple things I found out. One, he was, fr he was friends with Charlie Chaplin. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was friends with Charlie Chaplin. That's and there was a night he went to one of Chaplin's like movie premieres, and like that was a very big deal. They were uh, it was like the first time celebrity really became a big thing was when Einstein and Chaplin hung out, and um, so I I didn't know they were friends before that. Well, uh, were they friends after he knew about Hitler because they had the same mustache? I don't know if that kind of made, kind <laughs> of ruined it for them. And he's that like totally Chaplin. turned Einstein off. He was like he was like listen, Cha Chaplin. Yeah, or you think he'd at least say like Chaplin, it's out. <laughs> And then Michael Jordan brought it back, right, guys? We all got those Hitler mustaches now. <laughs> Who has a Hitler mustache? What? Michael Jordan, are you not listening to me? <sighs> That's not everyone. I also learned that, um, like, I knew he played the violin. I knew he was musical, but he mm -hmm. played the piano, and that was one thing that he did to really concentrate and, and focus his thoughts when yeah. it came time to studying physics like that's Char Charlie Chaplin talked about the time he went over and Einstein showed him the the piano that he played to prepare like like he played that piano as he wrote the theory of relativity mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool and he had sex on that piano too <laughs> of course I don't know if you guys did. read that part of it yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> applause for sex she's very <laughs> <laughs> no he was a ladies man he was because you know he had that look of like I don't care 
You know, the crazy. That's why you think he was It's funny. I'm looking man? at these Simpsons. I'm like, he probably could have been a Simpsons with that hair. He did. Yeah. But you think sense. that was the appeal? You think it was his... It he was just, no, he didn't care. Like, he's a nerd who doesn't care. If you're a nerd who dresses like you don't care, then you get laid. But if you're a nerd that dresses in, like, I don't know, a bow tie and, like, a nice suit, it's like, I don't know, it's hard. It's just hard. It's a hard <laughs> world. I, 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 <laughs> it's a roast! I feel like the internet... But we're friends. I feel, like, I feel like the appeal, though, would actually just be that he was really fucking smart. I think, like... Sure. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Is there anything else you learned about Einstein? That's literally it. No, uh, the atom bomb. He warned uh, FDR. He sent him a message like, hey, the Germans, yeah, Germans are making an atom bomb. You should do something. And FDR is like, yeah, we'll get our own. Uh, but pretty much what an atom bomb is, is you split a uranium atom. <laughs> and the energy, that's all, that's, this is all I learned about. <laughs> a science lesson on the atom bomb. Go for it. So Go they ahead, can build sir. one, then they get home. I'm just helping you guys out. But that's, oh. that's all I've learned, yes. That's it. That's, I mean, that's, uh, that's an amazing thing to have learned, sir. I think they're worried. You'll learn more things throughout the night, but you're also going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, know, man. It might be new. Who's been here before? Round of applause if you've been here yeah. before. Yeah. Fantastic. Nice. Round Welcome of applause back. if you're new. Yeah. Woo. All right. Yeah. You guys don't know what you're in store for. That's the worst it's thing to say to an audience. Sorry. That's the worst thing it's to say to an audience. It's going to be a fun night. How does How that, that instill <laughs> confidence in what's about? You we're going to pour blood on you guys. You later. literally made it sound like you were going to attack each and every one of them personally as they walked back to Watch the your car. back. I'm coming after you first. Good Lord. If you guys aren't creeped out enough. It's Halloween. We actually have a great show in, in <laughs> store for you tonight. We have Matt Broussard on the show. Yes, we do. <laughs> we have Rye Silverman on the show as well. Very funny. You guys will see Solomon Giorgio. Mm -hmm. uh, Danny uh, Fernandez as well. Let's do that. Uh, Josh Waldron is here. Mm -hmm. Keith Carey is back. Yeah. Keith Carey. Keith Carey. He goes um, out for blood. I think, it's, I think it's time, though, that we bring out the special guest of honor. I believe it is. And have a moment well. with him. Guys, are you guys ready? All right, let's have a big round of applause. The smartest man who ever lived, Einstein. Woo! Thank you all. It's great to be here for the roast of Mark Twain. This is good. <laughs> oh, yeah, you kind of do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. At least we know we don't have to spend any more on a costume next time. <laughs> It helps the budget. Well, uh, we have some questions for you. It's such an honor to meet you. Yeah, and and it's you. an honor to meet you as well as having questions for you. Oh, my, yeah, you know, this I'm, is a I'm big response. How, how is, like, do you feel like you've been missing out, like you could contribute to society in some way since you've been gone? That's not one of the questions. That's just my personal. I mean, I just thought Cosmos was really boring. <laughs> you could have spiced host. it up. Yeah. yeah. Like the Sagan version no. or the Neil deGrasse Tyson? Neil deGrasse Tyson. He didn't nail it. He didn't nail it. I was expecting more from him. You gotta make science a little sexier. You gotta have somebody who cheats on his wife more. That's the trick. <laughs> I was like, this guy's yeah, trustworthy. It, it, we do, I, I actually, I think we can blame you for that too. Without you, we wouldn't have somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson who can be famous for being a theoretical physicist. So it is your fault. That is my fault. Made him into rock stars. Well, here's your first question if you're ready. I'm ready. How did it feel proving your hero, Isaac Newton, wrong? That piece of shit. Yeah. 
Uh, it felt good. It felt really good. I mean, like Newtonian physics, like that's like the basis is like, whoa, it's not even true anymore. Like time slows down. Yeah, I was, it felt pretty cool. It felt pretty awesome. I mean, like, oh, yeah. And I didn't even like, I was just like in like my office. I, like I wasn't even like, I didn't have a lab. Like I'm just sitting there just like doodling. I'm like, oh, look, reality is what we think it is. And I'm like, nah, and I was right. <laughs> Sounds so simple now. It was for me. Oh. Yeah. When you put it like that, um, I'm I'm a big movie fan. Yeah, uh, Mr. Einstein, and I always what wonder what movies. Oh yeah, it's it, we take a series of images, we put them together, we tell stories with them. You died in the oh. '50s. It was that thing that's like, <laughs> it's not like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your your friend Charlie Chaplin made a few. We were just talking about him. <laughs> You're probably smoking backstage. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what was your question? My question was, in one of these movies, uh, who would you want to see play you in, your mo in the movie about your life? Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, just because I want to see him not get another Oscar. Right? <laughs> miss out again. That's a good choice. That's true. That would, that's how it would go. Mm -hmm. And your last question is uh, pretty simple for you. Mm -hmm. Can you explain to me and us... What E equals MC squared is. Mm -hmm. E equals MC squared. E represents energy. M represents mass. C is the speed of light. Speed of light's a big number. Speed of light squared is a very, very big number. That's saying if you can convert mass into pure energy, you just take the mass, multiply it by the speed of light squared, and that's how much energy you'll release. That was fantastic, sir. I, I get still high don't fucking understand it. <laughs> Pretty simple for me. Holy I, I got shit. You. Well, we actually have something very special. You know, one of the smartest mans, uh, smartest mans. Because <laughs> you're not, uh, you just said smart and then you just One of the smartest men that ever lived is actually going to help us with a very special giveaway. If I could have everybody, big round of applause for our producer, uh, Sammy Junio. Sammy! Yeah. Louder! Louder! Okay, okay, not, not that loud. We're the hosts. We're the... <laughs> calm down. So what, what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, Albert Einstein give us a small presentation, and you guys are going to have the chance to win some Fleshlights provided by our, our, our friends at Fleshlight at, from Fleshlight.com. Fleshlight. It's flaccid. Mm -hmm. We don't quite know why. Cool. All right, I'm going to um, step to the side, sure sir. helpful. Um, cool. Hey guys. Um, so I want to show you guys this thing. There's this comedian around town. His name's Matthew Broussard. Uh, he's about my height, my build. Um, <laughs> decent stand-up. A little more witty than funny. He's got a lot of work. He bombs a lot. Uh, but he does this website called MondayPunday.com. Every Monday he draws a picture of a visual play on words that you're supposed to solve. He's been doing it for about five years. There's like 250 of these online. Some of them are related to science and math. So I'd like to do a couple of these that are related to science and math with you guys. So let's scroll down. Anyone who knows the Mile answer, High Mile High Club. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Next one, please, scroll down. Kind of medically related. Stool sample. Stool sample, nice job. You should be very proud of yourself, ma'am. I mean, I think they're easy, but. Uh, PSI is a measure of, which is a, uh, a measure of, uh, that's, yes. And what is uh, that thing? That 
What is this thing right here? A What's that? Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Nice job. So next one. What is the name of this organ? Yes. And what is another name for a truck? Semicolon. Semicolon. Nice job. This one's more sci-fi than sci-fi. Millennium Falcon. Nice job. All right, all right. I think the next one should be for a prize. Let's see. Uh, I think the next one should be for a prize. Next one will be for a prize. Next one's good. I'm science. watching and listening for who answers first. Uh, actually, here's the thing. Uh, raise your hand when you know the answer. Don't shout. Yeah, don't please. shout it out. Just for this one. Yeah, so don't shout down. it out. <laughs> Scroll down. Anyone? Throw a hand up. Bueller. Oh, 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 right here. No, uh, the, um, I'm sorry, who, who was that? It was this carbon right here. Dating. Nice job. Who said carbon dating? Wonderful. Come on up. Your name is? Come on up. You, you just want a flashlight. You have to take Woo! it now. You shouldn't have answered if you didn't. What's your name? Courtney. Everybody give Courtney a round of applause. Now, Courtney, Great I know job, Courtney. you didn't even expect to get a flashlight tonight. But this is even more special. This is a model they have not even released yet. This is called the Quick Shot. <laughs> so you get it before anybody else does. Congratulations. It's a, it's a great stocking stuff, or you can give it to your nephew or something. Or, or in a trick-or-treating. Give know? it to your father as a gift for his birthday. It, he'll be appreciative. No, Eddie, Eddie, Halloween's coming up. Like, you can That's play the trick-or-treat stuff for the kids. <laughs> Don't give it away as a trick-or-treating item. <laughs> You'll get arrested. What did you get when you trick-or-treated? Then they'll be like, Damn. where'd you get it? And they'll be like, well, we got a historical roast. This bald guy gave it to me. Go on, Einstein. Sorry. Sorry, Albert. Raise your hands. <laughs> All right. Next one. Yes. Close. Which one? Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. Nice job. Big round of applause. What's your name, ma'am? Everybody give Quincy a round of applause. For winning it. We're gonna skip one. Skip one. That's a good one. Let's do the, Just shout the answer when you know this one. Scroll Ooh. Down, scroll down a little bit. Oh, I know this. Come on, guys. I can't win. Superconductor. Nice. Big job. round of applause. <laughs> Next one. That was that was one of them. Yeah. I'd skip that one. Well, you want to know? Close. What's his? Hippocampus. Hippocampus. Nice job. Who said hippocampus? Big round of applause. Your name is. Pardon? Ty, give Ty a big round of applause, guys. Let's go through. Yeah, let's go through the last ones. Let's go to the last. Uh, skip this one. I like that one. I like the purple one. What's that, guys? Anyone in the audience? Just shout the answer if you know it. What kind of flower? Oh, I know this, guys. Really? Yeah, this makes me so excited. My mom used to plant these on our deck. Every what summer. kind of flower is it? Uh, it's the name of the flower. The trick is breathing out of your mouth. Which is <laughs> um, name of the color. Another name for that color is also the name of the flower. That's with a V. Shout it, please. Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. Nice job. Let's do. Let's go all the way to the very bottom. Uh, la that this. This will be the last one. This is the hard one. This one for <coughs> the flaccid for penis. The for the flaccid, everyone. For men and women. It's called a Mr. Limpy. <laughs> 47 degrees, 43 degrees. Uh, raise your hand when you know it. The word angle is not in the answer. 
47 plus 43 is equal to two angles that add up to 90 degrees are called. So what is this guy in the boat doing? Fishing. Hey, fishing for nice compliments. Job. Doubles. <laughs> now, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. You have to use the limpy with the flashlight. That's, I've done it. It's magical. I can tell you that much. Uh, guys, let's give Einstein a big round of applause. As Ryan brings up our first comedian of the evening. Oh, it's back on. Nice. For now. Guys, our first comedian coming to the stage, she's very funny. Her album's coming out called Intimate Apparel, both on iTunes and Amazon. Ladies and gentlemen, Rye Silverman. Time is relative, but it's been out since April. So you can buy that whenever you want. Um, so hey guys, Albert, thank you for having us here to roast you, which is great. We respect you so much that it's an honor to be here for you. Uh, there's a lot of great comics here tonight to roast Albert Einstein. Danny Fernandez is here, which is cool because as you guys may know, Albert himself is a German-born Jewish scientist. And as they mentioned, he helped create the Manhattan Project, which is really poetic that a German-born Jew helped bring down the Axis powers. It's kind of like Danny Fernandez bringing down feminism by writing for Playboy. It's pretty cool. Solomon Giorgio is here, which is cool. Uh, I want to make jokes about Solomon, but I, I can't because, as we all know, Solomon is a gay black man who is a child of immigrants, and if I say anything else, I'll never host a Daily Show. <laughs> it's obviously a joke. I'm a woman. And uh, Keith Carey is here. Uh, Keith was late getting here tonight. He was too busy liking everyone's comments on Facebook and hoping they would like him back. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited that Albert's here. Albert, I admit, I didn't know that much about you coming in. I just knew you from that post you were tongue out, which everyone has to hang in their office in college, or their dorm, their offices. You know those college offices each student has. <laughs> the only thing I knew about you was the 1994 film IQ that you starred in with Meg Ryan. That's cool. So uh, it's weird to think that you did so much work with relativity and with quantum mathematics, and yet you're still below Billy Crystal and Tom Hanks in everybody's list. <laughs> Possibly below Kevin Klein, because uh, French Kiss is pretty good too. <laughs> Try looking up some assign uh, Einstein's. <laughs> can't worth it. I'm looking up words. Uh, did not have baby Einstein when I was a kid, so I can't speak well. <laughs> Try looking up some of his scientific work to make jokes about that, but it all involved math, and I got bored, so I stopped doing that. Uh, the only thing I knew about Einstein off the top of my head was that his, he was name-checked on the TV show Sliders to describe the, the wormholes, uh, <laughs> which means i like, at some point, for you to explain to me why every single parallel universe takes place in a dingy basement. <laughs> and uh, also, the only twist of every world is that gave the fat kid from Stand By Me a new career. So I did look up some facts about Albert Einstein that are less science-based, and uh, I, I looked these up. There, I found a page that was like 10 strange facts about Einstein, and I don't know how else to describe this page except for it takes a really weird turn. <laughs> so let's just start from the beginning of it, and then we'll work our way through it, and you'll see where I raise my eyebrows that are on fleek. <laughs> first of all, the first fact was Einstein was a fat baby with a large head. Which seems like a weird early body shaming to do for no reason. 
Also, he grew up to be Einstein, so we can probably move on from that one detail of his life. It's like also, that's the one thing I will say about baby Einstein, they missed the market for a really awesome mascot. And then it adds, Einstein had speech difficulty as a child. That's fact two. Okay, we get it. Kids are dumb. This one grew up to be Einstein. You can let his speech impediment go. I still have one. You heard me get through that joke. All right. <laughs> Number three, Einstein was inspired by his compass that his father gave him when he was five years old and sick in bed. Oh, wow. Science guy like science thing? Crazy facts. Yeah, I watched Three Amigos when I was five, and I'm a comic. It's not going to be in my life story, all right? <laughs> again, again, number four. Einstein failed his university entrance exam. Okay, great. Again, he went on to become Einstein. Let it go. We get it. He's a great human interest story, a failure who became a success. You put him on a poster on the freeway by Jim Henson. That's fine. Move on. <laughs> number five. Albert Einstein had an illegitimate child. Yeah, it takes a turn. You follow up a cute compass story and a follow your dreams message with illegitimate child? Also, that is the most buried lead of any story I've ever read because he had the child with the woman who went on to be his wife, but they didn't get married until a year after she had the child. And the scripture goes on to say that Einstein never saw the child, and this is a direct quote, whose fate remained unknown. <laughs> I think we can assume when those words are put together, probably not a good fate. <laughs> I don't think that you get the idea that you get that kind of marker and then read on to find out, and then she became Eleanor Roosevelt. Like, <laughs> doesn't work out. It's number six, uh, Einstein became estranged from his first wife, the baby mama, uh, and then proposed a strange contract to her Basically, he got soups busy with work, and the two of them started to drift apart. So then one day, he wrote her a contract so they could stay together. And these are actual quotes. It just says, conditions. A, you will make sure, one, that my clothes and laundry are kept in good order. Two, that I will receive th my three meals regularly in my room. Three, that my bedroom and study are kept neat. And then especially that my desk is left for my use only. And then that's the rules for A. And then B... <laughs> is you will renounce all personal relations with me insofar as they are not completely necessary for social reasons. Here's the thing. She accepted the contract. And then he wrote her back like, really? That's how nuts he knew his own rules were. He's like, I don't know if you read this. Uh, I was being kind of a dick to you, and you're like, okay with this? All right, I just want to make sure you're in on this crazy idea, too. All right, number seven, Einstein didn't get along with his oldest son. Oh, the son of the woman that he signed a loveless, sexless contract with? Can't imagine why that didn't work out in your favor. Shocker. The number eight, Einstein was a ladies' man. Okay. Uh... <laughs> It's another Barry Lead situation, first of all, because this section, first of all, they go, they blame his infidelity for the failure of his first marriage. Really? Not his contracts? <laughs> Might have been a thought. You know, you could hire a housekeeper, and you could divorce your wife, have a housekeeper, everyone's happy. Anyway, sure, it's probably that he cheated on her. Yeah, I'm sure she wasn't happy to have a moment away from you while you were banging some hot, like, some students. Okay. Uh, but then it mentions that he married his cousin Elsa, but also adds, before he married her, he tried to marry her her daughter, Ilsa. 
He married the mother of the woman that he wanted to marry. Sure, he's a ladies' man. I would have called that a reverse Woody Allen, but okay, we'll go with ladies' man. Then the next fact after that house of horrors is Einstein was a pacifist who urged FDR to build the atomic bomb. We mentioned that earlier, why he did it. He was trying to stop the war earlier. I call bullshit on that entire thing. At this point, I think Einstein did not invent the atomic bomb to get the war with Germany over sooner. I think he invented the atomic bomb because he needed something so massively destructive, nobody would ever talk about his personal life ever again. Yeah, Einstein may have ended the war two years earlier than it might have, but he also stopped us from having think pieces for at least half a century. <laughs> All right, and then the last strange fact about Einstein, and this is my favorite. After he died, his brain was pickled in a jar for 43 years and driven cross-country in the trunk of a Buick. This is the greatest. First of all, there's so many details about this story that I can't get into because I, I already got lit, but... Uh, <laughs> There's a whole book about them. Apparently this dude, Thomas Stoltz Harvey, who did his autopsy after he died, just kept the brain. He worked for Princeton, and then they fired him because he wouldn't give the brain back. He just kept it. And like, apparently the cops didn't get involved. Like, well, I mean, he got fired. What else are you gonna do? He's hanging had the brain. And eventually his oldest son gave him permission to keep it and study it, which by the way, is the same son, as we know, who hated him. So his son is basically like, yeah, go ahead and cut up the brain of my dead father. I'm totally cool with that. Cut up the thing he's most famous for and slice the shit out of it. Finally, in 1998, Harvey handed the brain back over to the new pathologist at Princeton saying, finally, eventually you just get tired of the responsibility of having Einstein's brain. But I bet it's really because it tried to make him sign some sort of bullshit contract. Thank you guys very much. I'm Russell. Rice Silverman, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you get her album on iTunes and Amazon. Uh, up next, we have a wonderful comedian. You can catch her tonight at 1030 at the Comedy Store hosting Comedy Rap Battle. Since we're roasting people, Comedy uh, Rap Battle. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Fernandez. Thank you, Eddie. It's nice to see Mr. Clean owns uh, formal wear. <laughs> Gonna have to rotate. Sup, Einstein? Oh, you look very dapper. You look like a Ken doll with wig on. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, I wrote a bunch of jokes yesterday and I'm gonna read them for you right now. So, <laughs> Einstein got successful the classic way, being white. <laughs> You look like the type of rich white guy who would buy a poor person for the purge. <laughs> Einstein married his cousin. He's half Swiss, half German, and fully erect at family reunions. People fuck over their family. You just fuck yours. Einstein shares a name with a famous bagel shop, Einstein Brothers Bagels. They make bagel breads, your dick makes inbreds. 
You're adorable. <laughs> Einstein doesn't wear socks. He never wore socks, but he owned them. His socks were a lot like his face, wrinkled and covered in semen. <laughs> Your face is so wrinkly, it looks like Father Time's scrotum. Thank you. He didn't wear socks. His feet didn't use protection, and unfortunately for us, neither did his parents. Uh, let me get this straight. You don't wear socks, and you never wash your hair. You're one toe ring away from owning bead curtains. <laughs> this is a relatively well-known fact. Uh, Einstein was alive during the Holocaust. It's a good thing Hitler existed, or else you would be the worst German with a mustache. Thanks, guys. Wait, 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 wait. Do the joke again. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Relatively well-known fact, Einstein was alive during the Holocaust. It's a good thing Hitler existed, or else you would have the worst German mustache. That's much better. Thanks. <laughs> that hair and mustache, seriously. You look like Colonel Sanders if the secret 11 herbs and spices were all meth. I actually like the photo of you sticking your tongue out. Yeah, your face says hard rock and your hair says fraggle rock. <laughs> You're less Beatles the band and more Beatle the juice. <laughs> Seriously, if your hair were any whiter, it would hire me to nanny its kids. You look like the Wizard of Oz if the yellow brick road led to Burning Man. <laughs> Seriously, thank you for showing us what it would look like if the Pringles guy fucked a Muppet baby. <laughs> Two women slept with you. With this, you look like you glory hold a light socket. <laughs> it's actually rumored that Einstein couldn't get it up. You're more limp than Stephen Hawking's wrist. Don't get me started on that piece of shit movie IQ, okay? The only thing that'll ever be known for is the last time we saw Meg Ryan's face before it melted. Aw, I like this corner right here. Einstein actually got divorced on Valentine's Day. It was the best gift she ever got. Einstein died in New Jersey. That's the joke. Seriously, a Jew in New Jersey. How could they tell? Your nose is so Jewish, its best friend is George Costanza. If you were any more Jewish, you'd be Einstein-filled. You guys, I really like that one. I was proud of myself. Einstein is responsible for E equals MC squared. Because of him, thousands of kids had summer school. You've failed more teens than black fathers. <laughs> Einstein was great at math, but according to his wife, horrible at anatomy. <laughs> you were great at physics and awful at being physical. Are you sure you're a professor or a 90s kid from fat camp? I'm surprised you even, I'm surprised you even procreated. You struggled to score more than kids with roller backpacks. 
Einstein, you fled the Holocaust, but unfortunately, like your family, you couldn't escape being roasted alive. Thank you, thank you. But again, you fucked your family. <laughs> Some people have Tinder, eHarmony, you have Ancestry.com. <laughs> I honestly think that might be all the jokes that I have on here for you, Einstein. Thank you, you've been a great job. Great job getting roasted, thank you. again oh not Eddie okay <laughs> Danny Fernandez one more time Woo! I'm not Eddie uh, right now uh, you uh, you look like an aging carrot top right now just want to let you know that so I mean it's nice being a host of one of these shows because uh, you get roast a little bit but uh, I wanted to open up to you guys and see if you guys have any roast jokes. Anyone? Uh, okay, yeah, you, you first, dude. Uh, I would say you sweat like a pig, but pig don't sweat as much as you. Okay, that's fair. Anyone else got one? It's a good thing you do improv. When I'm at an improv show, I always wonder where the tall, skinny, pasty white guys are. <laughs> good one. Uh, white guys doing improv. That's a good one. And it, you, you got, or you want one? I am high, but that has nothing. Sir, can you let someone else? What's the, what are you reading off of? You're like if Vanilla was a person. Okay. <laughs> Eddie, this is your handwriting. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Thank you very much. God damn it. <sighs> Next roaster coming to stage. Uh, very funny and returning comedian. You can see him at Roast Battle uh, at the Comedy Store every Tuesday night. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Carey. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for that little fucking sketch workshop so we can stop laughing for a minute. Everybody get some water. That's, uh, take... Take that artsy bullshit back to UCB. Yes, and kill yourself. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Uh, fucking Ryan. Ryan is what happens if you put a wig on the concept of beige. Jesus, fuck. I, I'm just... This is, the this is the first show I've ever been on where I'm the second most unfuckable pig. That's amazing. Uh... Uh, I don't know where he went. Eddie Firth is somewhere back there trying to see how many bow ties it takes to replace a personality. <laughs> Motherfucker, why do you always look like you're on your way to cancer prom? Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's... Let's hear it for the other roasters tonight. Danny Fernandez was very funny. Give it up for her. She was great. I, uh... I'm gonna be honest, I didn't realize she was on the show. I only had a day to prepare. I didn't write a joke for her. Just imagine I said something about parking your car on your lawn. I don't know. Uh, uh, Rye Silverman uh, came up earlier. It was very funny. Uh, I actually, I've known Rye for a while and I was always you know, nervous when I met, she's the first transgender person I really ever knew and I didn't know if audiences would accept her as a real woman, uh, but they do so much so in fact that they only give her 70% of the laughs they would give to a normal comic. 
<laughs> and I wrote one for Solomon, but I can't remember what it was, and that's probably okay. Uh, I'm going to break the fourth fall for a minute. Broussard, put your fucking mustache back on, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. I did, a, I did a goddamn book report last night at three in the morning. I'll, I'll tape that fucker on your face. Good Lord. Uh, and now I have to pretend. Oh, and now he's Einstein again. Oh, man. Well, I can tell you, Albert Einstein, whoever made those pun comics earlier is a real dumb fucking idiot. Uh, Jimmy Carr would have made them better. Inside joke for two people. Let's, uh, let's see. Let's get into these things. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. You look like a troll doll that got into gay porn. <laughs> Albert Einstein is what happens when Tom Selleck drinks a bucket of gravy and looks into the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, uh, Einstein is famous for his research on quantum mechanics, relativity theory, and a bunch of other words I pretend I understand when they pop up on Doctor Who. Uh, he's most famous for his famous equation, E equals MC squared. If anybody's not familiar with it, it stands for Einstein's mustache catches cum. Uh, <laughs> Uh, some of these premises may sound familiar because as it turns out, me and Rye did the exact same amount of research, which is Google Einstein trivia, click the first button, be done. Uh, <laughs> uh, you meant, Rye mentioned that uh, you were a fat fucking baby with a giant fucking head. Uh, the only thing you stretched more than our understanding of physics was your mother's pussy. Uh, this is true, actually, he didn't mention that. Because of the big head, uh, Einstein's doctor actually thought that he might end up growing up to be mentally retarded. Uh, holy shit, the last time a doctor was that wrong, we lost Michael Jackson. <laughs> so just to clarify, those of you grown who grown to that joke are on the side of the kid fucker then. Okay, cool. It's good to know where you're at. Uh, we've talked quite a bit uh, about the, the contract between you and your first wife. Uh, in the contract, it did speculate, or excuse me, specify, can't talk today, uh, that there was no sex allowed between the two of them. Uh, that's actually how he was inspired to research light speed based on how fast she signed that motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, you did indeed marry your cousin. You were notorious for cheating uh, on both of your wives. Uh, Albert Einstein had over a dozen affairs with, among others, his wife's sister, a secretary, and a Russian fucking spy. Jesus, I don't know how you do that looking like this. The last nerd that banged that much was at Columbine. I'm not apologizing. Uh, I like that you like this one. Albert, the only person with a PhD who's fucked more women than you is Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> Actually, that, that's a pretty fair comparison because Einstein does remind me a lot of Cosby between the sweaters and the funny voice and the fact that reading your Wikipedia page, I fell asleep. Uh, this is an interesting thing. Uh, throughout his career, Albert Einstein was known to be a very quirky guy. It was mentioned earlier, uh, never wore socks. The only thing more noxious than the fumes coming off of your feet at the end of a day were the ones that killed most of your relatives at Auschwitz. <laughs> oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> I uh, actually, uh, this is something that nobody's mentioned yet. Uh, I'm doing some research. I found a lot of people accused you of plagiarism, uh, of stealing a lot of your most famous theories. Yeah, these may have been conspiracy theory websites. I didn't really vet this shit. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but as a comedian, I understand how painful it is to have your work stolen by the fat Jew, so I get it. Uh... And then this is worth pointing out. Uh, Albert Einstein spent the last 20 years of his life at Princeton, where he eventually passed away. And I can think of nothing more ironic than the smartest man in the world dying in fucking New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey, where I'm pretty sure math is illegal. Uh, they call numbers sorcerer letters. 
Good fuck. Where were you buried between an empty tube of hair gel and Kevin Smith's career? Uh, we mentioned your brain uh, was pickled and preserved so that people could, I don't know, fuck it, probably. Like, that's probably, somebody has come on your brain. At least, like, one dude. Probably a bunch of people at once. I'd do it if it was here. Uh... I just think it's funny that I'm here, and then the first uh, historical roast I did was for John F. Kennedy, so it seems like they only bring me in for people who can't keep their brains inside of their skull. Uh, 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 I'll leave you guys with this. In all seriousness, uh, you are the most important scientific mind of our time that's not Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, and I feel bad that we brought you here and are all shitting on your legacy, because I know as a German, you'd prefer that we were shitting on your chest. All right. Thanks, guys. Keith fucking Carey, guys. Big round of applause for Keith. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Keith, yeah. How you feel? Are you feeling okay? You feelings hurt at all? I mean, this mustache. <laughs> it helps protect. All the insults get stuck in the mustache. There you go. So we're here, we're here to roast Einstein tonight, guys. Uh, Einstein was inspired when he was five years old. Uh, his father gave him a compass, a little plastic compass. Inspired Einstein's entire scientific career, captivated his mind. Which is astounding to me. The first time I saw a compass, I just thought to myself, what the fuck is this broken watch? <laughs> Clearly you had way more potential than I did. Uh, you're known, you became a theoretical physicist. One of my favorite lines in the, histori uh, the History Channel documentary I watched was they said, you went from being a theoretical physicist to a global icon. A line I never thought would be uttered. Uh, but that's what you were, sir. You were a global icon. The thing I find interesting about theoretical physicists is that they just make shit up when they don't understand something. That's literally their job is just come up with shit when they don't understand it. Right, so somebody came along and they're like, hey, what's gravity? And they're like, oh shit, man, it's you know, this magical force that just pushes and pulls on shit. And they're like, like Star Wars? The force? They're like, no, man, totally different. Not that made up shit. <laughs> it's amazing. You were, you were known as a ladies' man. I can't imagine how many times you used the line, hey, want to see my big brain? You married your cousin, uh, it was your second marriage. I think he had a reason for marrying his cousin. I think he realized he was too smart and if he was gonna procreate, there's no way he could let it be nearly as smart as he was. It was too much intelligence for one person. <laughs> I, I genuinely think there was too much intelligence for one person. I think that's like, we should have had to split you up like a superhero team, like only come together when it's like five or more people, then the intelligence is unlocked. You know, Einstein, you are were, you were a misunderstood genius. You always felt like you were somewhat tortured, that you couldn't seem to express yourself and communicate well. Misunderstood genius with, with crazy hair who wore the same thing every single day. You were literally a real-life supervillain, one step away from trying to take over the world. <laughs> you won the Nobel Peace Prize, uh, excuse me, the Nobel Prize for Science. And weirdly enough, it wasn't for his theory of relativity. It wasn't for his most famous work. It wasn't for the thing you were known most for. It was some other photo electronic, exactly. It was kind of like Morgan Freeman getting the Oscar for Million Dollar Baby instead of Shawshank Redemption. 
I'm a big Morgan Freeman fan, guys. I think, I think they were just making up for it, <laughs> you know? Right, Scorsese. right, Scorsese too? I just, it was like making up for what they had missed. You ever think he held it over his wife's head? Like clearly he had the contract, but do you ever think he just like looked at her like when they were in a fight and did you ever, ever just look at her and be like, sweetheart, I understand that space and time bend, just lay off me. Because I would use that all the time in a fight. That'd be the way I'd get out of it. And that's what you would discover. You discovered that, you know, space and time are actually malleable, that they actually bend, that gravity is pushing down on things instead of, I'll be honest, I couldn't get high enough to understand that part of this. <laughs> I tried, but I, there was no amount of weed I could smoke to understand what you talked about, sir. That's what I needed? That's how you got there. It's interesting because you, you asked amazing questions. This is what started you on your path. You'd ask why stars burn. You wanted to try to find one equation to, to know the thoughts of God, right? And you were quoted as, as saying that you wanted to try to understand what it felt like to ride a beam of light. Right next to, right next to a beam of light. That's 100% stoner talk. You're the biggest stoner I've ever... Every stoner you've ever sat around and smoked weed with, hey, man, what, what do you think we would do if we ride light? It's great to know you became famous for that one. I honestly, I think, I think uh, Einstein would make like the ultimate Mr. Feeney. <laughs> I, I wish if Einstein, like I wish you could be my teacher and that I could come to you for advice and you would just teach me all of those things. Because I'm pretty sure if you were like my version of a Mr. Feeney, besides all that great advice, you could probably diagnose anything that was wrong with me and... I just assume you could also predict the future for me. So, Einstein, it's, it's an honor to have you here. It's wonderful roasting you. In all honesty, thank you for everything that you've contributed to this world. It is because of you and your encouragement of nuclear war that we all now live in complete fear that we're just going to wipe each other out with the push of a button one day. <laughs> and we couldn't be more grateful for what you've done to contribute to that, sir. Thank you. All right, our next roaster has appeared on Conan. Uh, you can catch him on This Is Not Happening on Comedy Central this season. Big round of applause. Welcome to the stage, Solomon Giorgio. Yeah, I hate that song. <laughs> Jonas Brothers. Oh, it doesn't matter if they're separate. I'm always going to call them the Jonas Brothers. I'm not going to learn their own personal fucking names. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Well, front row. Fantastic. Hi. You guys look like the evolution of Skrillex's haircut. I'm happy to be here <laughs> at the roast of who? Albert Einstein? Okay. Because, you know, I love comedy shows, and I, and I love comedy shows more when they make me do homework. That's, I'm going to roast the fucking roast. Are you kidding me? Of course. If you're going to use clip art on your poster, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there weren't enough alive annoying white guys to talk about. We should just drag up dead ones. <laughs> I 
I, uh, I guess this was probably the most bored I've ever been in my entire life was doing research for this show. <laughs> uh, there's actually drool stains on my laptop. They didn't cover up the cum stains, but you know. <laughs> I didn't mention homework, and thanks to Einstein, it was... Like, he's the reason why homework was terrible. Like, before Einstein, homework was... All you had to do was learn the multiplication tables, and you got to graduate high school. Uh, that was it. And now, like, I remember at the end of my high school, we had to know whatever fucking X and Y meant, and we had to use a TI-83 calculator, or that was the biggest piece of bullshit that I ever had to buy in my entire goddamn life. That was half my parents' rent. Why did I... If I didn't sell my TI-83 for Coke... <laughs> throw it at your face right now, Einstein. Einstein was such a fucking nerd, you guys. He made Steve Urkel look like Stefan Urkel. That's a pop culture reference you guys wanted. Um, I, I do want to give it up for the other comics you saw tonight. Um, I was going to write roast jokes about them, but then I realized that none of them had enough TV credits for me to care. Um, <laughs> It's true, look it up, you can't. Um, <laughs> we all learned that uh, Einstein uh, married his, uh, his first, well, he married his first cousin. Well, fun fact, he married his first cousin maternally and his second cousin paternally. And if you can do the math real quick, that means also his parents were fucking cousins. <laughs> So you are the smartest piece of white trash in the history of the world. <laughs> Which is literally the smallest accomplishment. <laughs> uh, Einstein was also a self-proclaimed uh, pacifist. Uh, he was also uh, one of the people who was a big proponent of uh, reinstating the country of Israel. Uh, problem with that was there was a whole other country already there. <laughs> you might recognize it as Palestine. Um, and of course, they did this in a very polite, cordial way, and they've been working very <laughs> well together since. <laughs> that has not led to one of the worst things in our modern times at all. So congratulations on being the greatest pacifist of all time. <laughs> you know, by ruining the birth of civilization. <laughs> Uh, this is the part where I stopped doing research and I did a pill of Molly and went to a Grace Jones concert on Sunday night at the Hollywood Bowl. And this is the part where I will change the narrative about a an annoying white dude and talk about a unappreciated, powerful black woman. Grace Jones, you guys. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Fuck Einstein, never learned. Fuck Einstein, love Grace Jones. It was the best hour of my fucking life. 68 years old, showed up topless, wearing a leather bodice, covered in white body paint, a mask on, 12 costume changes. She dry humped her little male stripper. It was the best. I couldn't hula hoop for 15 minutes as a closer. When, can any of you hula hoop? 
for 15 fucking minutes, put your hand down. I know you can. But if you were, like, 20 years from now, when you're 68, <laughs> imagine. 50, she introduced her whole entire band. I don't remember any of their names, but it was so... She's the reason Dolph Lundgren is famous. You know that, right? Do you guys know that? He was her security guard. She fucked him and he became famous. Do that. Make a Dolph Lundgren. Einstein fucking didn't. You wouldn't have Masters of the Fucking Universe if it wasn't for fucking Grace Jones. God, I was going to write so much more about you. Dude, those are some great pictures. Also, did you know she performed with Pavarotti in 1985? You guys. Two and a half octave vocal range, okay? That means she can sing in a low and high tone. Can you fucking believe that? Messed up with Pavarotti in a concert. Look, I don't, I don't know how, I'm not very good with movie quotes because I've never been a white guy at a party. I've only memorized two movie quotes in my life. The first one is Morgan Freeman on the film, Lean On Me, uh, when he was told he had to do something, he responded with, I don't have to do anything but stay black and die. <laughs> the second one was Grace Jones on Conan the Conqueror when that little damsel in distress was like, how do you get a man? She's like, when I want a man, I just take him <laughs> and I grab him. God, that was such a good movie. <laughs> so yeah, tonight, instead of doing further research on Einstein, I want you all to look up Grace Jones. <laughs> Come back next time, because I will be here to test you. <laughs> and tell me a fun fact. All right, I've been Solomon Georgia. You guys have a great night. <laughs> Solomon Giorgio, nice. Yes. Oh, guys, uh, I'm here to tell you something very exciting. Uh, little do you know, well, I don't know, some of you might know, we've been doing this historical roast for a year next month. Next month will be a whole year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, that show will be very special to us, uh, and I hope you guys can all make it. It'll be November 3rd on a Tuesday, and that's at 9 p.m. Yeah, no, I wrote it down. Did you, did you not see me, like, Sarah paling it in the back? So, uh, it's come to the point in our show where we have a special guest uh, that Einstein has some importance to, or vice versa. So we were thinking of who it could be, and my roommate was uh, stoned. And he said, uh, I got a good idea. Uh, and then he told me, and I was like, oh, yeah. So we flew him out here. Uh, he, he's here tonight. I cannot believe it. One of our heroes, Lehman, start putting your hands together right now. Get it ready for Stephen Hawking! He's in place. He's in place. 
Hello and thank you for coming to the show. Hello and thank you for coming to the show. How about a round of applause for Meltdown and your host Eddie Firth for putting on this show? Tonight we are roasting someone with a high IQ, which is why we got a host with no IQ. But seriously, I love you Eddie. I hope the chemotherapy is going well. Go ahead and clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have a lot of great comedians here tonight. Solomon Giorgio is here. Solomon was recently on Conan. After he got off that guy, he did a late-night TV set. Go ahead and clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rye Silverman is also in the building. Give it up for Rye. I am a theoretical physicist, but I am still not smart enough to figure out what pronoun to use for Rye Silverman. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up for Danny Fernandez. She Give it up for Danny Fernandez. She is our only lady roaster because Rye Silverman and Keith Carey cancel each other out. Go ahead and clap. Go ahead and clap. Thank you. Danny is great at Twitter, which is proof you do not have to be a good comedian to get on this show. Go ahead and clap. Thank you. Speaking of bad comedians, Keith Carey is here. Give it up for Keith. It is funny that your last name is Carey because the only thing you can carry is the gene for obesity. Thank you. Thank you. And now to our guest of honor. Make some noise for the second smartest person in the room, Albert Einstein. Go ahead and clap. Thank you. Albert was the first physicist to write about photons. He used them to try to quantify the size of his penis. Thank you. Thank you. Albert, Albert, what? Einstein hated socks because they got too many holes. 
which is why you could never wear your theories on your feet. If you are not laughing it... If you are not laughing it is because that joke was too smart for you. Thank you. Thank you. Albert looks like a light bulb with a moustache. The kind... Albert looks like a light bulb with a moustache. The kind of light bulb that only gets turned on by family members. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and clap. Go ahead and clap. Thank you. Thank you. He inspired a learning game for children. Baby Einstein is a learning game that teaches kids math, science, and how to cheat on your wife with your cousin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You abandoned a child, and your wife took all of your Nobel Peace Prize money. You have got 99 problems. Too bad physics is not one. Thank you. Thank you. Albert Einstein was eventually cremated. Hitler would be happy to know that even the smart Jews end up in the oven. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and clap. Go thank you. Thank you. I want to thank all of the comedians tonight. Go ahead and clap. I want to thank all of the comedians tonight. I want to thank Meltdown for putting on the show. Crowd, you were amazing. And, of course, Albert Einstein for blazing a trail for handicapped physicists everywhere. <laughs> Go ahead and clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone and have a wonderful night. Thank you. Thank you. Stephen Hawking! Stephen Hawking, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> One more time, big round of applause for Stephen Hawking, ladies and gentlemen. And now, of course, it is time for our guest of honor to get his opportunity. Can we move him over a little? He, wa he won't mind. Don't worry. Just like scooch. Just scooch him. Scooch him. Scooch. It is time. <laughs> oh, God. Just he really can't him. handle his booze. <laughs> Guys, it is time for your guest of honor to, to let us know what, what he thinks of us and what we've done to him tonight. Big round of applause for Einstein. Oh, that thing is sweaty and gross. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, give it up for them for putting this on. Give it up for Meltdown for having us going tonight. Give it up for everyone you've seen tonight. Really great crowd, really great comics. We had, uh, we had a great, we had a Hispanic female, we had a, a trans female, a gay black man, an overweight man, and a cripple. Um, <laughs> it's just awesome knowing I escaped Nazi Germany to live out Hitler's nightmare. This has been really fun. <laughs> Who do we want to start with? Oh, was Rye our first? Yeah. 
Rye was our first roast of the night. Uh, I actually have a lot of respect for Rye. Uh, uh, people, when, when uh, Rye's debut album came out, people responded much like people responded to my uh, theories initially. They didn't buy them. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I had the pronouns joke too. Damn. Uh, that's funny. Okay, so you guys know this about me. Uh, to prove my theory of general relativity, it actually required me taking photographs of a solar eclipse. It actually took two, three tries to, uh, to get it right because uh, just like Rye, the photos were underdeveloped and overexposed. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, who, was, who was after that? Danny. Danny. Danny Fernandez. Let's give it up for Danny, everybody. My work may have led to the Manhattan Project, but I am not as responsible for as much bombing as Danny Fernandez. Let's give it up for her. Uh, I've been quoted as saying, God doesn't roll dice in reference to quantum physics, but after seeing that Danny has 30,000 Twitter followers, now I just think there is no God. Uh, who was after? Oh, Keith. Keith was very funny. Let's give it up for Keith. Very funny guy. I don't want to be too mean to Keith. He's had a rough year. He just got downgraded from being a planet. Um, tough stuff. A lot of people think uh, Keith isn't very serious. Keith actually has a really big... <laughs> Keith has a really big draw. People don't know that. Not like he can actually draw fans, but he actually has a measurable gravitational field. <laughs> Fun fact, Keith Carey is so massive that as you approach his surface, time slows down, which explains why his career is going nowhere. Eddie, I believe Eddie, you were next. Uh, Eddie, I may have married my cousin, but at least I don't look like my dad fucked his sister. <laughs> Solomon Giorgio, Solomon, very funny. Solomon, you are a pretentious gay black hipster. Uh, I didn't know you could gentrify a person. <laughs> Solomon, before becoming a scientist, I actually worked six days a week reviewing patents in an office by myself. Still more exciting than listening to you talk. He did well, so that's not funny, huh? All right. It's not funny. You can't shit on people who did well. Uh, I, I got to keep this short. I'm actually going to be uh, going home and looking up Grace, Grace Kelly information. Probably going to go on a little YouTube. Grace Jones? Grace Kelly? No, no, I'm a big Fox News fan. I didn't know who Grace Jones was when, he, when she mentioned her name, and then he said the, the what's his name? What's his name? Who's the guy? Dolph Lundgren, yeah, those pictures were amazing. They should have had children. It would have been good for humanity. Um, let's see. Oh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, Stephen. Stephen's funny. You're, you're revered as a physicist, yet almost all of your original postulations turned out to be true. Crazy that both you and your theories don't have legs. <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Uh, <laughs> it's not actually him, don't worry. It's someone else. <laughs> He's actually, yeah, the, the guy's really, he's a cool dude. The guy who that actually is one of my favorite people. He used one of the jokes I was going to use, but I don't hate him for it. Um, uh, Stephen Hawking, your biopic won an Oscar. And uh, after seeing the movie, you were said to have given two thumbs way exactly where they were. The movie, the movie was referred to as breathtaking by your ventilation machine. All right. That's all the jokes I prepared. Thank you guys very much. So much fun. Big round of applause for Albert Einstein, Einstein, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give it up for all your comedians tonight. Very Big funny. round of applause. Matt Broussard as Einstein, guys. Josh Waltman as Stephen Hawking.
We had Rye Silverman. Danny Fernandez. Don't make me don't make me say it like this. Like Solomon Giorgio. And Keith Carey. Okay. Well, hey, hey, we're, before we go, uh, it's someone's birthday coming up that's very special. She's been our producer for a very long time. Don't worry about that music. Yeah, She's coming up right down. now. Sammy Junio. Big round of applause. No. Now, we wait. have a cake. We'll give it to you after. We'll give it. Now you think about. Wait, no, no, no. Bring her out because this is historic. We can sing "Happy Birthday" and not pay anybody any money. That's right. This is real. Happy birthday to you. There's a cake. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sammy. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, Meltdown Comics. Thank you, Nerd Melt, Nerdist uh, Showroom. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. We will see you Tuesday, November 3rd at 9 p.m. right yep, back that's here right. Yep. for our one-year anniversary show. We don't, we know. don't know yet. If you <laughs> want to tweet us what you want you to see, go Obviously, ahead. we don't know yet. <laughs> Check us out online, guys. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Historical, Historical Roast, Roast, Teaching History, a lesson. lesson. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Good night. <laughs>